is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you Today's Word for August 24, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work. Well, we've been studying the parable of the sower for months now, and we come to the Word of God, and we learn from this parable that the power to produce a hundredfold return is in every word, in every seed sown, but the soil must receive the Word and then cooperate with God to the point where we allow God to do what he said he was going to do. And so the soil is important. Um, if we don't cooperate with God, either we learn from this parable, either we get nothing, right? So we don't get a harvest. Or even if we do get a harvest, sometimes some people get a 30-fold return, sometimes a 60-fold, and sometimes even a 100-fold return. So along those lines, I've been teaching for the last few days about managing your expectations. And as we close out the week on this Friday, I want to go back to that thought. I'm going to pull the string on that thought a little bit more, and I'm going to deal with getting your hopes up, right? So managing your expectations, part five, expecting the word to work, part 49. So let's get back into the word. So once again, this is uh, the parable. So Jesus said this, the farmer is like someone who plants God's teaching down inside of people. Now, sometimes the soil or the seed, I mean, the seed or the word falls along the path. And these are like the people that hear the word of God, but they don't understand it. And because they don't understand it, Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. Now, these are the people that hear the teaching and they really get emotional and excited and fired up and all of that. However, they do not allow the word to go deep into their lives. So as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word, then these people, they are quick to give up. Uh, and so they don't get a harvest, right? And, and it's that simple. Other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny ground. The thorny so they have, these are the people that have other things growing in their heart at the same time that the word is growing in their heart. So they have competing priorities. They have like the love of money, the cares of this world, and the lust for other things or their own selfish desires. And so these are the things that grow up and compete with the word and it keeps the word from working in their lives. And then finally, some people are like good ground that actually receive the word. They allow the word to, to produce, to grow. And then it produces a harvest sometimes 30 times, 60 times, or even a hundred times more. So going back to the, the thought of, managing your expectations. On this Friday morning, as we close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, I have five things, or let me see, six things to share with you that I believe are going to be a blessing to you about managing your expectations. So let's get into them. Open up your heart now. I want you to pause for a moment and open up your heart to receive what God is saying to you in this moment as it relates to managing your expectations. Here we go. Six things. Number one, one of the hardest lessons for a believer to learn, um, I think anyway, is that God's promises are tied to God's timing. <laughs> and so when you hear a word from God, whether you read it in the Bible or you got it from the Holy Spirit or you got it while you were in church or God spoke to you through someone else, when you hear a word from God, um, it is real easy to get excited, right? I mean, it's Hearing a word from God is like nothing else in the world. But if you don't manage your expectations correctly, um, if you expect that God is going to do it before he's going to do it, then the letdown that you can experience, like a God, there's nothing, there's no kind of letdown like a God-sized letdown, right? I mean, so the letdown that you can experience when you have built your hopes up on a God-sized level um, and then you didn't get it when you thought you were going to get it, that type of letdown can be devastating. I mean, 
extremely devastating to the point where people just want to throw in the towel, give up on God, give up on church, give up on the Bible, give up on everything because God didn't do what he said he was going to do when they thought he was going to do it. It's still that God is still good with his word. He's going to bring it to pass. It's just that he never told you when. And so that type of letdown can be devastating. That's why you got to manage your expectations correctly. Number two, most of us know what it's like to kind of get our hopes up for something, right? Um, especially when it comes to the things of God. And then the letdown is very painful. So we know what it's like to, to experience that pain or to experience that sting. And if we're not careful, um, that type of pain can really kind of cause us to get jaded against God to the point where we, we don't want to get our hopes up again. But you must, look at me, you must have the courage to get your hopes up again when God says it's time. When you sense that it's God's time again, and listen, and you may miss it again. It's okay. You may make mistakes. Uh, you may think it's time and it's not God's time. Maybe you told your friends that it's going to happen and it didn't happen. Maybe you posted it on Instagram and you posted it on Facebook and you got excited. You said, this is the job. This is the week. This is the deal. This is the opportunity. God said, God is going to do it. And you were wrong. And, 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 and it wasn't the time and it wasn't the deal and it wasn't the opportunity. I know that it's painful, but you got to get, you have, you have to have the courage to get your hopes up again and to continue to believe God. Number three, I know what it's like. I, Rick Pena, I know what it's like to open up my heart to God's dream to the point where I have an amazing hope, where to the point where I give myself the license to see myself doing what I believe that God said. I know what that's like. And then I also know what it's like to miss God, to miss God's timing, and, and, and then, you know, to experience that pain. I got it. I've been there. I've been there many times. The key is to not allow yourself to get bitter. You don't want to get bitter. The key is you got to be able to raise your hopes up again, because if you get bitter and give up on the dream, then you run the risk of losing out on what God said. Number four, the rocky ground people are the people that get really excited when they hear a word from God, but when it doesn't come to pass quickly and when they get trouble and persecution because of the word, they're like, man, forget it. I forget all this faith stuff, forget all this God stuff. They give up on God. They give up on, on the dream. They give up on their purpose. Don't let this be you. You, you will never successfully live by faith until you build up the resiliency required to do so. You must be resilient. You must be determined. You got you to gotta live with a certain level of bulldog tenacity that you know that you're going to believe God no matter how bad it gets and no matter how bad it looks. You are going to believe God despite you will overcome the opposition and the setbacks and the disappointments because you are determined to live by faith and you are going to believe God and you will get your hopes up again. Number five, the thorny ground people are the people that get excited when they hear a word from God. However, when it doesn't happen fast enough for them, they shift their attention to their own lust, to their own desires, to their own dreams. And, and part of it is because they don't have confidence that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Another part of it is that they don't have confidence that God's dream for their life is bigger than their dream for their life. Listen, God's dream for you is way better than the dream that you came up with on your own. So never allow your dream to trump God's dream. You must submit yourself unto God. You can't outdream God. Give yourself over to God. Give yourself over to God's dream and his dream shall come to pass. Number six, and finally, as we close out the week, if you manage your expectations correctly, you will be able to get your hopes up at just the right time without regard for the pain that you've experienced in the past. Never allow past pain to keep you from your purpose. Never allow past pain to keep you from future success. As a believer, you got to 
Look at all the setbacks, look at all the pain, look at all the disappointments and say, well, that that helped forge me, that helped prepare me, but forward ever, backward never, the best is yet to come. I will not allow the pain of the past to hold me back. I'm going to get my hopes up again. I'm going to dream again. I'm going to believe God. It shall come to pass. And so that's how we open up our heart to God's best. That's how we become the men, the women that God has called us to be. We must manage our expectations correctly. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Say this, say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. Now, my expectation is tied to your word. I know you will do what you said you would do in my life. I have misjudged your timing in the past. I have misaligned my expectations, and it has been a painful experience. But I refuse to allow past pain to keep me from future success. I open my heart to your dream, and I raise my expectations when I sense the fullness of your time coming. And I declare that it shall come to pass. I live with an eternal hope that only you, Father, can satisfy. This is how I live by faith. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button on the right-hand side of the website. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you as you head into this day, as you head into this weekend. Get your hopes up again. Have the courage to believe God. Have the courage to give yourself the license to dream God-sized dreams. And when that time comes and you sense that the fullness of time is coming, open up your heart. And you know what? Five, these are my five favorite words in the Bible. And it came to pass. It will be written in the book of your life. And it came to pass. So it's going to come to pass in the fullness of God's time. And you just got to hold on long enough to see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. I love you. God loves you. Do me a favor. Um, write, write me something. If you're watching this on YouTube uh, and it's, uh, our channel is youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina, subscribe to the channel. Leave me a, a comment or a post. Share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a blessing to you. You now, you are, are actually being a blessing to me by allowing me to speak into your life. Head into this day, head into this weekend, get your hopes up. God bless you.